Hello and welcome back to Post Credit Podcast. My name is Preston. I'm joined by my co-host Raymond Vunia. Uh, Raymond, say hi. What's up? All right, we we are back. We've got a lot of good stuff to talk about this week. So much stuff has happened. It's almost been hard to keep up. We kind of altered our entire game plan because Marvel dropped so many bombs last night uh, at San Diego Comic-Con, so we're really excited to talk about all of that information. We will also talk we'll also talk about The Lion King for a little bit. Um, as well as our top five most anticipated Marvel properties, uh, all in this episode. We're super excited to bring it to you. Uh, Raymond? Yeah, they're going to start calling them Feige bombs or something, man, because they got Wolves <laughs> yeah. bombs in sports. Feige just, he, he just gave us the bombshells. We're like, oh, man. Oh, like, whew. Um, it, I appreciate him right now. It is. It's a lot. It's kind of like Wolves bombs in sports. They're, they're, uh, they definitely set the internet aflame that's for sure um yeah so we're really excited to talk about about all that stuff we're going to cover every single thing that marvel talked about last night uh so we're really really excited to talk about it all uh we're going to cover all of it so but before we get into that i want to talk about the lion king just for a little bit now if you haven't heard if you've been living under a rock a pride rock haha uh if you've been living under a rock Disney released another Lion King. It's basically a very similar movie, uh, but it's all photorealistic and it is all uh, it looks like real life, even though it's actually all CGI. There's been a bit of debate on it in the internet. We're not going to debate that stuff. Uh, I saw the movie. Raymond, you did not, correct? I have not. So go for it. Give us your quick okay. and easy review. So I can just I can go off and I don't have to worry about any disagreements. Great. Um, (laughs) so before I get into it, I do want to say that the Lion King, the first Lion King, the original Lion King from 1994, that is one of my favorite movies of all time. If not my very favorite of all time, I grew up watching that movie almost on a daily basis. If anyone knows me, I'm a massive Disney fan and my love for Disney really came from the Lion King. So I have the strongest emotional pull from that movie. So going into this movie, I was extremely excited. There were a lot of complaints that, oh no, it's just going to be a shot-for-shot remake. But going in, I was like, you know what? This is my favorite story of all time. If it's a shot-for-shot remake, I don't care. Like, tell me the story in any way that you can, and I'm cool with it. So I was really optimistic about it all, um, and I wasn't let down, uh, to to say the least. I really, really did enjoy it. I thought that it's kind of hard to mess it up in my opinion because you do t- you take something that's so so timeless and such a classic and you really just copy and paste it with a few minor tweaks then it's going to be just as good because it is at its core it's the lion king you know while yeah i mean that looked like it was hard it looks like it's hard to mess up especially when you have that cast too no and yeah the cast i don't have enough good things to say about the cast everyone was spectacular Um, but I will say that by far, like not even close, the best part of the movie was Billy Eichner as Timon. And that is something I did not expect. I, I like Billy Eichner. I like his Billy on the street stuff. I think it's really fun. And I liked him in Parks and Rec for the couple seasons he was in it. But other than that, I've not seen him in much. And 
I can definitely tell you he was not my number one, you know, cast member in this movie that I was most excited for, but oh my gosh, he was he was hilarious. And I think part of the reason that he was the part that blew me away is because Timon and Pumbaa being the comic relief, they can kind of bend that more from the original source material. You know, like most of the jokes are new um, and a lot of just the the way that they can take Timon and Pumbaa, they can change those characters the most without, you know, damaging the source material. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's crazy, though. I, I'm still caught off guard, really, Timon. I really, I was looking forward to Seth Rogen, Childish, I, Beyonce. I, what? And I'll say, I didn't dislike anyone in the movie. I didn't dislike anyone's performance. There were a couple aspects of the movie that I was like, well, that could have been better. It's not a perfect 10 out of 10 for me, but it's really close. I gave it 4.5 stars out of 5. Um, I really, really love it. Yeah, I will say, before we move on, something that I... This movie has a moment. I won't spoil it because it is a it is something that's not included uh, in the original. It's one of the only things. It's a joke uh, that wasn't included in the original. And I, it was the biggest head thrown back belly laugh that I have had in a theater in 2019. Oh man, I'm, I, I'm not even kidding you. I laughed so hard, and not. I mean, it was probably the funniest laugh in the movie. I'll say, um, but it's, it was so, it was so good. Um, I, surprising to me, there are a couple moments, really only two that I can think about that Timon and Pumbaa kind of did not break the fourth wall, uh-huh. but they were, they made jokes kind of in retrospect, like, like, like referencing the old Lion King or maybe even referencing another Disney movie and I thought that was really really interesting because like you can do that with Timon and Puma they're funny um but yeah that's my spiel on the Lion King I think it's great I really really enjoyed it it's a fun time if you don't want a shot for shot remake you probably won't like it as much as me but being that I love this story so so much I will never complain when it is told to me you know so I uh I really had a good time with this movie. But, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's my I know, that's my spiel. Yeah, I mean, I know Lion King is like killing it right now in the box office, but you know what else is killing it in the box office? What? What's killing it? Uh, all I'm saying is there's this movie that came out a couple months ago, and it's still in theaters, which is crazy. But as of now, this weekend we got a new champion. Introducing the new heavyweight champ weighing in at $2.79 billion, <laughs> Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Finally. Look, man, I don't have anything against Avatar, but it, that's just crazy. I mean, finally, it dethrones Avatar, because, I mean, it's Endgame. How, do you, how does Marvel not dethrone Avatar? I was like, come on, man, you gotta, you gotta get there eventually, but finally... In the midst of all our Hall H madness and Feige bombs, it finally (laughs) happened. It was close. It was really close. Dude, I didn't think we were going to get there. I didn't either. It hit like, I don't know, there were a couple weeks where it was like, we're really close, but we're not making much progress. And I was like, well, I guess they're not going to get there. But but they did last night. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like... 
it was one of those things where it's like, oh no, they're gonna win. Then lo- then slowly you're just like, oh man, they're not gonna do it. But then they're like, yeah, no, I knew it. They they I knew they had this. It's like, but yeah, that was yeah. But yeah. even that with that announcement, that still wasn't the best thing that Marvel had up their sleeve on in a Comic Con weekend. I want to dive in already, just straight up Hall H, man. That was all right. Let's let's do it. Let's dive right in. So, um, last night. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, or if you haven't been on uh, social media, now now this episode obviously will be recorded or will be released uh, tomorrow on Monday. But we're recording this at the time of Sunday, so we may say last night a lot, just because for us right now it was last night. Um, but last night at San Diego Comic Con, we didn't know what Marvel was going to bring to the table, and they dropped massive amounts of content, like so much news. So much that we're basically going to dedicate this entire episode of the podcast to it. Now, you may say, but Preston, the last three episodes have been all about Marvel. And to that I say, I promise we're not becoming the Marvel podcast. They've just dominated the movie media the last three weeks. They're LeBron can, can we right agree now. on that? They're just killing yeah, it. Yeah, they're, they're on top. Like, no one has had any other news worth sharing. I mean, yeah. Other than the Lion King, which we just covered, but which is this Disney is still, but yeah, you know. <laughs> and it's still Disney. But you know, you'll never catch me complaining about Disney. I don't care. Um, but so let's let's jump in. We're gonna go uh, every single property that they talked about last night, and we're gonna go from release date. So the first thing we're gonna talk about is the next thing that releases. Now this releases on May first, twenty twenty, and it is Black Widow. Finally. Black Widow's getting her own movie. After years and years of uh, of excitement and anticipation and people calling for Black Widow to get her own movie, she's finally going to be in the movie. Raymond, what do you think about that? I'm sort of hyped, but at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I really feel, I mean, I'm glad that she's getting her movie, but I'm like, you know, this would have made a lot. I really do wish we got this in the first set of solo movies, but... Either way, that's cool. I mean, they have, of course, uh, Scarlett Johansson's returning, and wow, why is the name Dude from Stranger Things is gonna David be in Harbor. there? Yes, there you go. And then they're gonna have Taskmaster, and I saw the art for Taskmaster. He looks pretty cool, but I don't know what to expect really. Like, is this gonna be go straight up spy thriller, or are we getting Red Sparrow, but the Marvel version? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I either way. I think I like Black Widow's character, so to see her come from that, like, to see her origin story and everything, I think it'll still be fun, especially because I don't I'll, know much about that it's, character. It's not a, It's not her origin story. Oh, is it not? This, so, no, it's not. We, we thought it would be, but it's actually, so what, some news that we learned last night, they showed some footage uh, from Black Widow at the very end of the panel, and it is going to be set after Captain America Civil War. Oh what? Yeah. Now, now there may be some flashbacks included. I would assume uh-huh. because we also learned that it's going to feature whatever happened in Budapest that her and <laughs> Hawkeye have mentioned so many times. Personally, uh, uh, my my long winded theory that I've thought about for a very long time. I think they banged, uh, but that you know whatever. We'll keep it PG here. But you know, it said <laughs> they said they would have it. Um, feature budapest so if 
if it does feature Budapest, then it has to have some flashbacks because we know that that occurred before 2012 in the yeah. Avengers. Does that mean and Hawkeye's this movie, be in there? I, I, I guess. I don't know. All we heard was that it is going to include Budapest. I'd be surprised if they made a Black move, Black Widow movie and didn't have Hawkeye. In a cameo role, at least. Yeah, because that'd be weird, because they're just like, yeah, they're like peanut butter and jelly, that you just have to put them together. Yeah. Yeah, they're best friends. I, it, it it has to happen, you know? Um, but yeah, so in the movie, we have Scarlett Johansson, obviously, David Harbour, Florence Pugh, who recently started Midsummer. Um, and Rachel Weiss. So there's a lot, a lot to be excited for here. And obviously Taskmaster, uh, who we, we don't know. We don't know who is going to be playing Taskmaster yet. It's not been released, gotcha. um, but he's a really cool villain and I'm really excited to see him. I wasn't wowed by the design, but um, cool. I don't know. I thought it was fine. I wanted to see, you know, like the skull mask and everything that he wears, you know? Yeah. But I didn't I just didn't love the mask. Like the costume itself was okay, but the mask, his face, I think could have been cooler. That being said, I mean they change character design all the time from concept art. That that concept art was probably made two years ago, you know, and they're in filming right now. So who knows what could have changed uh in the time since then. You know what I mean? That's true. I mean I don't know, I'm looking at it. I can't picture it with the skull thing because I'm like, you're gonna look like an Overwatch character. But I don't yeah. know. I I like it. Like I really like. Yeah, I just I really like his costume, especially with the hood and everything. I think like the mask really suits him. It's kind of just like this weird looking, I don't know, techno-y vibe that I'm getting from the mask. But I think it looks cool. But either way, yeah, this this movie's gonna be interesting to say the least, especially because. You know, I mean, given her fate in Endgame, it's so sad. It's nice to see her on screen at least one more time if this is her last outing as Black Widow. Yeah, it'll be a nice a nice farewell, I think, for sure. Um, I'm, I'm really excited for the movie. That being said, uh, is that all we have to say about Black Widow? Are we going to yeah, next up? Yeah, I think up? so. Yeah. So that's May twenty May May first, twenty twenty is Black Widow. Now, in fall twenty twenty, we have our first uh, Disney Plus series that is coming from Marvel, um, and that's going to be the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh man! Yeah. So, <laughs> so recently, I don't think it was on the panel last night, but <laughs> the day before. Um, Anthony Mackie said that he has tested the Captain America costume that he's going to wear and it looks great according to him. So I'm really excited, uh, to see, to see what they do with that. I don't really know what they're going to do with it. You know? Yeah. I was like, do you think they go down that traditional comic route where it's basically the wing thing and the goggles plus just like an American flag spray painted on it and he has the shield or what do you think? Hopefully they go down with that. Hopefully. I think, I think that's probably the way they'll go. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, that's what I expect at least. I will say something that I don't know about, um, mm-hmm. like what they're going to do is like in terms of plot, like what it's, it's interesting to me because I understand wanting Falcon and the winter soldier just because they're captain America's two 
you know, counterparts there as sidekicks throughout this whole MCU thing. So yeah. it makes sense. It's logical for them to be the two that get a, a, a series together on Disney+. Plus. But that being said, when you look at all the MCU movies, mm-hmm. neither of them interact with one another a whole lot at all. Like, I, I, the only time that I can think of that significantly, like, the only memory of significance that I can think of is that funny joke where they're like, can you move your seat up? No. And <laughs> no. like, that's, that's all, that's all that comes to mind because I don't, I mean, their characters, I don't want to say they don't have good chemistry because they haven't, they haven't really interacted much. You know what I mean? I feel like they both interact with Captain America all the time. Mm-hmm. you know, in MCU movies, but they don't really interact with each other so much. So I am interested to see where they go with it. And in terms of plot, what they do, um, especially with, uh, Anthony Mackie, you know, the Falcon being the new captain America, you know, taking over the mantle. So it'll be, it'll be interesting for sure. I mean, I heard, I was this part of the panel too, that Zemo is going to be back in that show. Cause I've seen that floating around on Twitter. Yes, I was going to mention that. So it was also confirmed last night that Daniel Bruhl from Captain America Civil War, Zemo, uh, is going to be back in the show and he is going to have his mask. So that was really interesting for me to hear just because I know that Baron Zemo in Captain America Civil War was not very uh, comic book accurate, so to speak. You know what I mean? People didn't like that. I don't think it matters, but he wasn't very comic book accurate. Uh, so I was fine that he didn't, you know, necessarily look super badass, like have his Mm -hmm. cool mask and everything like that, you know, but in this series, he's supposed to supposedly will have his mask. So that'll be cool. I'm really excited just because I really, really, really like that character. No, definitely. In in civil war. And I really think that's like, that's, I think that's the one thing that's really keeping me like interested in that series. Like, I mean, I agree with you. It's kind of weird that falcon and winter soldier are teaming up just because we don't really see them like interact in the mcu that much yet but yeah it's just like oh yeah we we have a mutual friend captain america but uh i think the one thing that does keep me interested is zemo because he was interesting to say the least in civil war like i said like i'm still like flip-flopped on whether i liked him or not but i do feel like this one we're gonna get either like a almost like a buddy spy movie i think that'd be cool but yeah yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think I don't know. I'm just yeah. I'm really interested to see how they bounce off each other, Falcon and Winter Soldier, just because that's one of those odd pairings. That's just like I know you're supposed to be close, you know, and at least like have some sort of bond or relationship. But right now, at least, I just don't see it. But I do think because of that, that's a good reason for them to to do it you know mm-hmm. like that's a yeah. good reason for them to have that series because they haven't talked a whole lot in it you know um, oh, yeah. but that being said you ready to move on the next yes, one's dude. a big one the next one's a big one this is november 6th 2020 we have eternals uh directed by chloe Zhao, uh, and it's gonna star angelina jolie richard madden kumail nanjani uh richard L- 
Richard, that's not a word. Lauren Ridloff. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Lauren Ridloff, Brian Tyree, Henry, uh, Salma Hayek, Leah McHugh, and Don Lee. The, there's a big cast here, and we don't even have, like, none of the people I just mentioned are playing the main character or the villain. Wait, so, what, for real? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. So the main character is, based on casting calls, is is named Karen. That's that's uh-huh. all it says. Um, yeah. So here's the deal. I don't know a whole lot about the Eternals from the comics. I yeah, am excited same. for it. Uh, from what I've heard, it's going to be dope, you know. But I'm not very knowledgeable about it all. Um, but I will say um, the main character from the comics, or the, the main, like, Eternal from the mm-hmm. comics is named Cersei. Um, and... Everyone kind of thought Angelina Jolie would be Cersei, but last night they revealed Angelina Jolie would be Thena. And I'm saying all these names, and I really don't know who any of these people are. Not gonna lie, um, I need to, I need to, I need to read up into it a little bit more. I think, but yeah, same. Because I'm, I'm, you're like some of these people. I'm like, who? <laughs> like, yeah, who are yeah, these no, characters? I, I, I don't know, I don't know either. But from what I've heard, it's gonna be really cool. Uh, but yeah, they don't have, we don't know who the main villain is going to be. And none of that cast is the main villain. And Angelina Jolie is not playing this Karen character. Now, Karen in the casting calls is the main character of the film. And she's supposed to be pretty young, relatively young, like early twenties is what, what I read. Um, but so it's not Angelina Jolie and based on the casting calls and based on the cast we have now, Cersei, this the the leader of the Eternals from the comics, looks uh-huh. to not be in the movie. Um, oh. Now there's been some fan speculation. The reason I prefaced with that is because there's been f- been some fan speculation that um, this Karen character would turn out to be Cersei. So, like that would be like a the end of the second act big reveal or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, I guess we'll see, but I am, I'm very, very excited for this, for this movie. Kumail Nanjani has quickly become one of my favorite people in Hollywood. Um, I talked about him a little bit last week, but I do really, really like him. What do you think? I, yeah, I just, I'm praying for the guardians effect here because prior to the movie, I had no idea who the guardians of the galaxy were. And I was like, right. Oh, this looks fun though. Like, you know, this looks like a good movie. I was like, oh wow, Chris Pratt, let's do this. And then, uh, of course, it turned out great. So for the Eternals, I love Angelina Jolie. So I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, she's a great actress. Let's let's see what they got for this one. But yeah, I really have nothing to say because I'm just like, you know what? At this point, I trust you, Marvel. You've taken some characters that I had no interest in, like Ant Man, and I was just like, oh wow, I like Ant Man now. He's a cool he's a cool dude. So yeah, like. I don't know, I'm hyped either way. Whenever Marvel releases something, though, to be honest, we're pretty hyped regardless. Obviously, obviously. Um, so that being said, let's move on. Um, now we're going to get into 2021. And before we start, I want to say that 2021 has not one, not two, but seven Marvel properties releasing in just Jeez. that year alone between oh, the films man. and the Disney Plus series. So it's going to be packed, not to mention the Batman. That's a DC movie, but the Batman's going to be releasing um, in, 20, in 2021 as well. So it's going to be packed. A huge year for our superhero movie fans. Um, but 
2021, February 12th, we're starting with Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I'm so That's excited exciting. for this. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm so excited for this. I think it's going to be awesome to have um, an all-Asian cast and mm-hmm. our first, like, lead Asian superhero. I think that's that's dope. Like, that's something that is definitely long overdue, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And it was announced last night uh, that Shang-Chi himself would be played by Simu Liu. I hope I'm not mispronouncing that. Um, but... That's going to be, he was apparently cast last Tuesday. For real? Wow. Was, yeah, and was on the Comic-Con stage the following Saturday. So, like, that's like a like a 11 or 12 day period in that's between being cast what a guy. and on stage in front of thousands of people at Hall H. So, yeah, it is crazy. Um, the film's also going to feature Aquafina in an unknown role and Tony oh, yeah. Leung. Yeah, and Tony Leung is going to play uh, the Mandarin, the real Mandarin. Yeah, there we go. The good you, Mandarin's coming. You out. must be so excited for this because I heard your take on Iron Man three last week. So I know I'm sure it's something that you're really anticipating. Oh yeah, I mean, Shang Chi is another one of these heroes. I'm like, I have no idea who you are, but for me, I'm excited because one, yeah, we're getting the real Mandarin, and two. Yeah, it is nice to see an Asian superhero out there. You know, being Asian, we don't get a lot of those. So I'm like, oh, hey, this dude, there's an Asian dude about to be a superhero for Marvel? That's tight. Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, and I'll say Aquafina's on a roll. I oh, don't, yeah. since Crazy Rich Asians, she's also been cast in The Little Mermaid. She's going to play Scuttle. They're changing the 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 gender of that character. Um, <laughs> Interesting. So, and I think she'll be good in that. I don't know. I think she's been, she's been killing it recently. Um, but yeah, so Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is really, really exciting um, for sure. Do we have anything else we want to say about that before we move on? No, I think here we go. We're starting to get into the area of our of the things that we do know about. So yeah, let's yeah. Get to it. <laughs> the, the next couple Marvel things are not, they haven't been something that we know a whole lot about. But They're definitely moving not strangers on. to us. <laughs> yeah, moving on. We've got... Uh, WandaVision. That is going to be spring 2021. That is going to be a uh, Disney Plus series starring Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, and Tiana Paris. Now, this... I don't know... I'm excited for this because I love... I love Wanda. Um, I love Elizabeth Olsen. And I love Vision. You know, Paul Bettany. Yeah, I think the title of the series is maybe the dumbest thing ever. They just combined it to the point. They, they, they literally combine the two names, WandaVision, into one word. Um, so I think that's pretty dumb. But I mean, when has a title ever, you know, changed the quality of a thing? You know, so that's very true. I can make fun of it now. I'll probably like it when it comes out. I think they're really gonna start leaning into this weird, weird stuff in in the mcu and wandavision is going to kind of kick that off i think um i think they they're gonna definitely take advantage of the whole alternate reality thing Mm -hmm. um and that'll be a way that they bring back vision you know what i mean but what do you think i was thinking vision got rebuilt but yeah that's that you you make i mean i think that'd be cool like 
you know, have you, what is it? It's kind of like Wally when he come when Wally like comes back at the end <laughs> and he's all different and weird. I'd love to yeah. see Vision come back. Obviously, he won't have a stone in his head, but he'll still be super yeah. weird. Like, yeah. I mean, Vision's already weird. Like, I'm sorry. One of the most odd things I've ever seen is Vision wearing clothes. Like Vision in a sweater, just like it, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> but yeah. that's why I'm excited to see this one, just because I would really love to see. If it is like a vision, she rebuilds Vision, and he and she has to teach him how to be normal again. And Vision's all like, "Oh, okay, well, this is weird, you know." Then it's just like, "Oh, that's interesting." Mm-hmm. But of course, if we do get an alternate reality where Vision lives or something like that, that'd still be very interesting. I mean, I'd like to see a lot of the alternate reality stuff and just different, uh, yeah, universes. I I am excited though, just because. Vision in Infinity War, that the way Paul Bettany acted him out, I thought that was a really good performance for the little bit that he was in there. But oh, yeah, he did. He was wonderful. Yeah, I mean, he was nerfed. Like they really made Vision a little, a lot weaker than he. I feel like he deserved to be in that movie. But I agree. Yeah, but I'd I'd be really excited if we got to see Vision and uh, Scarlet Witch go full on, hundred percent power. To the max. I think that'd be the most interesting thing for me to see in this show. Yeah, for sure. That'd be that'd be a lot of fun. Um, now, the reason that I say I think it may be um, an alternate reality situation is because mm-hmm. we know it's going to directly tie in to our next uh, our next Marvel property mm-hmm. that's releasing May seventh, twenty twenty one, and that is. Uh, the new Doctor Strange movie, which is titled yes. maybe the best title ever. Um, it's called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That's dope. Uh, you go from like the worst title Marvel has ever had to the best. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, so uh, there's a lot to be excited for in this Doctor mm-hmm. Strange movie. Um, first and foremost, Wanda's going to be in it. We know Elizabeth Olsen is returning as Wanda slash Scarlet Witch in this movie. And obviously we know the movie is going to be about the multiverse. So that led me to believe that WandaVision would be a multiverse scenario. Now it may not be, but um, I do think it would be really cool if that's a way that it tied in. Regardless, this movie is going to be crazy. I mean, I think they're going to take what they did with Doctor Strange, the first one. Mm-hmm. And just go full on, <laughs> lean hard into the weird, trippy, wild stuff. And I'm very excited for that. Um, I know last night on stage, Scott Derrickson was like, we're going to make the first scary MCU movie. Oh, and man. yeah, when I saw that, I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, that's so awesome. Um, because I've recently started to really enjoy horror. But anyways, um, <laughs> I am I am really excited um for this movie. I I do think it has like the best title ever. Uh, I mean, we know he, that the go ahead. Yeah, yeah like, when he I was like, you know, now that I think about it, when he says, "Yeah, we're going to make the first Marvel like film that's really like horror." When you say it like that in the multiverse of madness, that does sound kind of terrifying if you're Doctor Strange. Yeah, and the logo is all like red and creepy. I don't know. That, I know when, because uh, we had, you know, for the Cinema Spot, the website we both work for, slight plug, 
um, <laughs> when because we had someone there in Hall H, right? And mm-hmm. she was sending us updates so that we could live tweet uh, the event. And she sent that logo. She sent a picture of that logo literally like 15, 20 seconds before any of the major other news outlets had broken the logo. So I saw that logo and I was like, I didn't want to tweet it out because I responded and I was like, is that a movie? I was like, because I thought, I don't know. It just looks so crazy and it's so different from everything that the MCU has done previously Yeah. in terms of like just the initial design, you know, and I the mean, title and just the design of the logo. So I responded, I was like, is that a movie? Because I was like, this is... This has got to be like a new comic book or something, right? Like, there's no and the, way. And with the way Doctor Strange ended, and I was like, do they even correlate? Like, are you sure they're making a sequel or is this like a whole separate series of movies? Like, yeah. I didn't even think the two things correlated. I was like, oh, well, maybe we'll get, you know, Baron Mordo and all that in another movie. But yeah, 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 I, feel I don't know. I, this is weird. I think it'll be interesting. I think Mordo may, because we know that Nightmare is going to be the villain of. Uh, this new Doctor Strange movie. And I think maybe Mordo will collaborate, maybe, with Nightmare in some way. Um, but he may not be the main bad guy. But I don't know. Either way, we'll see. That's really exciting. We cannot wait for it. Um, the next Marvel property that we have, and this is also going to be Spring 21. Spring 2021, sorry. It's going to release at the same time as WandaVision, as far as we know right now. So it will be before this Doctor Strange movie. I got a little bit out of order, uh, but it is Loki, the Disney Plus series, Loki. Oh, uh, yes, um, the series with the... <laughs> that's That's got to be the worst logo ever. <laughs> it's it's going to be bad. I'm uh, sorry to the again, graphic designer that made that. I know that you're killing it, but oh, man, I don't know. Yeah. I just yeah. looking at that, I'm like, oh, it's, man. It's rough. They just took four different fonts and threw it together. Um, but I think this will be really fun. Um, now, I am excited for... Uh, I think it'll be fun to go through Loki's adventures in this alternate timeline from Endgame because we know that's going to be explored uh, in this series. So I'm excited for that. What do you think? I don't know. For me, I'm all, this is another one of those like uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier things where I'm like, where can we really go with this? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I yeah. really don't know how to feel about this because I'm just like, I mean, I'm glad to see Tom Hiddleston returning and being Loki again because I love him as Loki. But the fact that he won't have Thor to be with, I'm just like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, where, where are you really going to go with this one? I guess are you just going to go cause more trouble? You know, yeah. it's that kind of I do deal. Wonder, I do wonder what it's going to be like to have Loki as a main character because he's always been kind of, you know, obviously in the Thor movies, he was entertaining because he was kind of, you know, the, the opposite of Thor in that he was kind of, you know, not the good guy and he was more uh, c- cynical, if you will, whereas Thor was more benevolent. And... Mm-hmm that was entertaining but without thor in the movie i wonder i don't know i love tom hiddleston as loki i don't doubt it but i am wondering where they'll go with it i also hope that it's not just a a one and done kind of thing or not necessarily one and done but i don't want it to be a throwaway series you know like i want it i don't know it my i do worry that it won't have any like consequences or anything like that you know being that it is you know Loki in this alternate timeline. Ha ha ha. We're just going to have some fun. You know, like it's not really, I don't know. I don't know. I, it, it seems like out of all of these announcements, 
this is the one that seems like it could just end up being the throwaway series um, that doesn't have a whole lot of uh, weight, you know, in the grand scheme of things. But for me, I feel like it could also kind of be like how Joaquin Phoenix is doing this Joker movie. And I mean, obviously we haven't seen it, so we don't know how good it is. But I feel like it could be one of those things where it's like we're really just exploring Loki as a character throughout this TV oh, series and we're watching him yeah. grow and be and then by the end of it we're like oh man we really love Loki even though you're evil still because this is 2012 you yeah yeah absolutely I hope it I hope it's really good um but moving on our next Marvel property that they released last night is going coming summer 2021 this one um is also a Disney plus series uh it's what if so basically what they're gonna do it's an animated series uh, the first, actually, the first animated project by Marvel Studios, but they're gonna go in and they're basically gonna say, "What if this happened?" to a bunch of critical MCU moments, and I think it it looks really fun. What do you think? Yeah, no, I'm excited. I mean, I love that they're doing it animated, just because that really just gives them a lot of room to work with. You know, they could really just go crazy and have some crazy yeah. wild stuff happen without having the worry yeah. about recasting people or anything like that and even yeah. if they do choose now, to recast those voices that's cool but yeah i'm excited yeah, for this one they may recast a few but i'll say right now they don't need to i'm gonna list off just some of the actors the marvel actors that are coming back for this animated series i'm gonna list them off they released a massive list last night um so we have, and all of them will be reprising their roles. So we have Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, Sebastian Stan as the Winter Soldier, Josh Brolin as Thanos, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, Natalie Portman as Jane Foster, Tom Hiddleston as Loki, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, Chris Hemsworth as Thor, Taika Waititi as Korg, Haley Atwell as Peggy Carter, uh, Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, Karen Gillan as Nebula, Jeremy Renner, as Hawkeye, Jeff Goldblum as the Grandmaster, Michael Rooker as Yondu, Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, and Michael Douglas as Hank Pym. And that is just a couple, like that's about half of the actors that they announced are coming back. So, a uh, lot of big names. So it'll be a lot of fun. I think there's a lot of a lot of cool places that you can go with that series for sure. Um, oh yeah, I mean I feel like with this one too yeah we are really gonna get like the childhood dreams of of, like having those wonders like oh well what if this happened in the movie instead so who knows you know like what if we get what if thanos won how does that work out for him next yeah i think it'll be fun um so that being said let's move on our next marvel property this is another disney plus show it is coming fall 2021 and this is another one that people have wanted for a long time. It's Hawkeye, uh, starring Jeremy Renner. And it's going to be a Disney Plus show, and it will introduce Kate Bishop to the MCU. Are you excited for this? I am, actually, because I love Hawkeye as a character. I mean, I do, too. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, to have a new actual Hawkeye, and of course, if he's still at least looking like Ronan, that's going to be tight. <laughs> But I don't yeah. know, he's not going to be that savage, you know, and just be murdering people left and right. But I am excited yeah. for it, especially just to see him reunite with his, uh, what do you call it, with his family too, after everything that happened. That was such a driving yeah. force in Endgame. So I'm excited. I mean, Hawkeye really hasn't, he's another one like a Black Widow where it's like, I really wish we got to see his solo stuff in the 
prime MCU phase one, phase two. But right. I'm still excited because, I mean, it's archery. That, that means there's going to be a lot of action. And a lot of, like, I mean, yeah. you've seen Arrow. Yeah, that's good. it's always fun, at least in my opinion, when they do, like, archery sequences. So I'm, I'm oh, really yeah, excited for, sure. for that. I think Hawkeye's one of my favorite... Um, He's one of my favorite characters. I think he's one of the most underrated characters in the MCU. I think he's freaking hilarious. Like, he's so funny. I don't know. Every line he's had in Avengers, in Avengers Age of Ultron, uh, not so much Endgame, but even then a couple. Um, but, you know, Avengers, Age of Ultron, uh, Civil War, I, I've loved I've loved him in every single um every single episode that he's been in so i'm really excited that he's getting his own uh series and it'll be introducing kate bishop which is very very exciting for sure um so moving on our last our last uh last phase four movie uh our last phase four property this is where phase four will end on november 5th 2021 with thor love and thunder that's a dope title that's a dope I don't, logo. Yeah, yeah, the logo's even better. Um, this this movie is going to be crazy um, because, I'll tell you why, Taika Waititi is returning to direct, but he's writing this one as well. He did not write Thor Ragnarok. Now, there were a lot of improv uh, jokes in there. Obviously, that's kind of his style, uh, but this one is going to be written by Taika Waititi, um valkyrie is confirmed to be lgbt so that's very very exciting um for for her she tessa thompson last night on stage said that uh being that king of asgard valkyrie needs to find her queen so i'm really excited for that representation um it's gonna feature chris hemsworth tessa thompson taika waititi um as director and obviously as korg and then the big bombshell that no one saw coming, um, Natalie Portman is returning to the MCU, to the Thor franchise, uh, and she will actually take over the mantle of Thor in this movie. What? That's exciting. <laughs> man, that's, that's exciting. So, oh, man. I can't wait. I I think it's, it's kind of funny because they were like, Natalie Portman was like, no, I hate Marvel. I'm done. I'm tired of being the damsel in the distress. Because they Taika gave her Waititi... such a terrible character. They did. They did. Absolutely. And then Taika Waititi comes in and he's like, we'll make you Thor. And she's like, okay, yeah, I'll come back. You know, like. Yeah, uh, I'll do it. Why not? Yeah, right. It's, uh, it's very exciting. She picked up the hammer last night uh, and I got chills. So <laughs> there's, there's a lot, a lot to be excited for. Uh, for in that one what are you most excited to see in that movie it has to be the obvious natalie portman i mean yeah yeah i feel bad for her as an actress because her character in the first two thor movies was really bad and that's not her fault but i'm excited yeah. to see the female version of thor come out jane foster thor wield the hammer and i feel like i don't know what they're gonna do villain wise or where this movie's gonna go of course but i mean i feel like any action sequence with either Mjolnir or Stormbreaker was amazing. So I have both in this one, plus Tessa Thompson, plus Korg, I feel like is going to be another... And of course, with YTD returning to direct, it's going to be a lot like Ragnarok, but I feel like it's going to do... Yeah, a lot of the things that Ragnarok didn't do well, probably do those a lot better. 
I'd hope it'd be a little bit yeah. more serious, but yeah, uh, now it'd be just a little now, less chunky. Uh, but I'm excited right. either way. Right now, the the Loki Disney Plus series comes out before this movie, so maybe maybe he'll be in the movie. I don't know. Oh, I, oh, I'm sure. No. I'm sure they'll do something where they leave it open at the end of the Loki series to maybe where he returns. You know, like that's yeah. that would be the Marvel thing to do. Marvel would do that even if he didn't really show up. Um but I think that would be that would be pretty cool. Um but yeah. So that being said, that is all of phase 4. Now, we are going to go through real quick. I'm going to make this as quick as I can because at the end of the panel last night, uh Kevin Feige was up on stage and he said, "You know what? We talked about all this stuff, but we haven't even had time to talk about all these other things. And he announced a plethora of, uh, of uh, products that, they're, that are currently in development. Those include Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Fantastic Four, uh, X-Men, or Mutants. He just said Mutants, so you can assume that is basically just all of the X-Men. You know, every mutant. Um, and then the big shocker, Blade. Uh, will be played by Mahershala Ali. They released uh, a logo and brought Mahershala Ali on stage for that last night. So, out of all of those, what are you most excited for? The number one of those listed. Easily Fantastic Four. I mean, yeah. Yeah. we've been waiting That's... for a good Fantastic Four movie. We've had three tries at this, and we are 0 for 3. But We deserve I believe. it. Um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, there's all kinds of stuff to unpack there. Um, but right now... We're going to go into our top five most anticipated uh, Marvel products, including everything we just listed that we got more details for last night, including those things that I just listed just now uh, that Kevin Feige listed off at the very end of the panel that will be post phase four. So that being said, let's jump right into it. What is your number five most anticipated future Marvel product? For me, it's Hawkeye. I'm, I'm really excited to see Hawkeye come back and I'm just really excited to see how it's a Disney Plus series and what they're going to do with that. How long is it going to be? You know, is it going to be an ongoing thing? Is it going to be just one season? Like, what are we doing with this? But Hawkeye and Kate Bishop, just the idea of it and the little clip they played to announce it sort of gave off this interesting, like, retro vibe that I enjoyed. And I was like, oh, you know what? I think this is going to be really interesting. And of course... Yeah, I just love the character. So for me, Hawkeye's at number five. What's your number five? My number five is Black Panther 2. Um, this movie, where if it were closer to release, if it were one of the Phase 4 ones that Marvel announced last night, it'd probably be higher up on my list. But since we don't know any details about it at all, um, it's just at my number five. Black Panther is my number three MCU movie out of the entire series. Uh, we talked about it. Uh, last week i know it was in your top three as well so i'm sure you're excited i'm sure you're excited for it too um i know ryan coogler has been brought on uh to direct to come back so i'm really really excited for that um i can't wait to see where they go i don't know where they'll go there's a lot of open things um but just because i loved black panther so so much i cannot wait for uh black panther 2 so uh, what's your number four? For me, uh, and one more thing about Black Panther is just that for me, the only reason it didn't crack my top five, because yeah, we don't have Claw and we don't have Killmonger, so I'm like, oh, 
what are you gonna mm-hmm. do? But yeah. I digress. Anyways, for me, number four, ironically enough, is Fantastic Four. It's one of those like it's <laughs> it's there. I am so hyped for it, but because we have no idea who's gonna be in it, who's gonna direct it, who's gonna write it, when it's gonna come out, I'm excited either way. But yeah, that's why I can't put it higher. But I am really hyped for Fantastic Four just to find because I feel like. With Marvel, the one thing I'm confident in saying now, they're not going to roll something out that's bad. They'll roll something out that might be average. You're like, oh, that was okay. But I know for a fact they're not going to make something bad. So if they can just yeah. even make an average Fantastic Four movie, it'll be better it than the ones they already okay. have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, my number four is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I could put it at number one just for the title alone, uh, but I put it at number four. I'm really excited for this one. Uh, we talked about it a lot, but like I said, I love the first outing. Um, I'm really excited for Wanda to be on display more. I think her and Strange working in tandem will be a really good pairing. Um, I'm not sure that they've met. I don't think they have. The only scene that I can think of them sharing is that massive battle in Endgame. But everybody should that scene. Yeah, that, that doesn't count. So... Yeah. I'm excited for them to meet. Um, They're two of my favorite characters. Wanda is definitely one of my most underrated characters Mm -hmm. uh, for sure. So I I can't wait for that movie, especially with the scary elements. We know Scott Derrickson is really good at horror. um, And he's good at these mind-bending things. And I hope they really, really lean into it because I want that Mysterio sequence from Far From Home, but I want it to be two hours long. Uh, so I think that would be awesome. So that's my number four. What is your number three? Guardians three. I mean, Thor. You're on track with the. You're you're on on track with the numbers. Fantastic Four is your I number know. four. And Guardians three is your number three. It was happenstance, but <laughs> Guardians three just because James Gunn, you know, after that long, long battle and everything that happened, he's finally coming back. Yeah. And of don't course, even get me started. Don't even get me started on that. Exactly. So I'm just happy that he's back. The whole crew is coming back. Plus Thor, I guess. Unless this changes it. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm just excited for that. Because, I mean, Guardians has yet to disappoint us. And, I mean, minus, yeah, like, the Avengers movies and some of the other solos, Guardians has really been that one franchise for me that's, like, so different and unique. Especially just because of the music and everything. So I'm excited to get back into that kind of vibe and getting that i guess uh, maybe if it is the last of the guardians trilogy or something like that and wrapping that up and of course finding out how they're going to work out this gamora thing so i'm excited yeah yeah there's a lot to be excited for in that one uh my number three is thor love and thunder um i can't wait for this i think it's gonna be everything that ragnarok was and more because YTD is also directing this one. I think they're leaning heavy into this really weird style, um, really going into it uh, with some of these movies, uh, such as Thor Love and Thunder, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Even that one sounds pretty, you know, just... it's it, They they sound different than the rest of the MCU. Um and I love that. So, and obviously a lot of the, uh, a couple of the, the Disney plus series also sound like this. So I think Thor love and thunder is really going to be the pinnacle of that style where they're really going for it. And they're really leaning heavy into the out there kind of stuff where 
Waititi is kind of given full creative control, um, knowing who he is as a person. That's kind of scary just because of how he is, but it is so exciting. Um, I'm, I'm really, really pumped for this one. What is your number two? For me, that's Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, because for me, one, Doctor Strange was really great. And I mean, yeah, that trippy sequence he has there, I want that yeah, times a thousand. And mm-hmm. to have Scarlet Witch a part of it, that's going to be fun. But for me, too, I feel like this is a good chance at the world building that we really want, that at least I really want to see, and really build up the multiverse. And after that, yeah, well, maybe we could see some, you know, maybe more interesting appearances and more like what ifs in live action just because we have the multiverse option now. And I don't know, I just, I mean, I love Doctor Strange as a character, too. Don't get me wrong, Benedict Cumberpatch is great. So for me, it's like, it's one of those things that I feel like, yeah, I don't think they could really screw this up. <laughs> I, I really just can't see them messing this up, and I, I don't know, I'm, I'm really hyped for that one. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. There's going to be, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. I mean, yeah, there's so so much potential there. Um, my number two is Fantastic Four. Um, I'm so excited for this i mean i am so excited for this um because we haven't had a good fantastic four i'll say those originals are like they're all right i guess but like not even that they're 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 they're, uh they're not very good you know they're definitely below average and then of course Fantastic was god <laughs> I don't even want to I don't even want to get into that. I, I still apologize I to everybody. Movie. I hyped up that movie too. I told them this is going to be a great Fantastic Four movie. I believe you, I'm so sorry. You, you let me down. You probably let a lot of people down. Um yeah, I god that movie sucked. So bad. So bad. I didn't even watch it in theaters when it came out, but I watched it on a plane uh, because I was bored. And I was like, oh, yeah, this came out. This may be really good. Like, I love the Fantastic Four. Uh, And it looked really good. Like, I liked the trailers. And, oh, it was just miserable. Um, (laughs) It's just abysmal. I, I don't have enough bad things to say about it. But let's talk positive. Uh, Fantastic Four. Marvel's Fantastic Four. I can't wait for that. Um, I, like you said, even if it's just average, thank you. Like, that's all we really need. I'm okay with an average Fantastic Four movie. Obviously, I want it to be good, and I think it might be, like, really, really good. Obviously, it has the potential, especially because there's no set-in-stone Fantastic Four rendition that people are so tied to so this is this is definitely an area where you can take it and really make it your own you know um that being said because we didn't have an ant-man 3 announcement i am worried because peyton reed director of ant-man and ant-man and the wasp um he had previously expressed interest in directing a Fantastic Four project. Um, yeah, and I I don't really like him. I You know, we talked about Ant-Man and the Wasp, but I it's a fine movie. I just think there was a lot of potential that they missed out on there, 
And I would hate for the same to happen to Fantastic Four. Not saying that Peyton Reed can't direct a good movie. I'm sure he could. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, Fantastic Four, if it was directed by him, it may be good. But I don't have the confidence in him that I have in a lot of other directors. So I'm hoping that the lack of an Ant-Man 3 announcement doesn't spell disaster. Not disaster. That's kind of harsh. But it doesn't spell, like, you know, that for Fantastic Four. It doesn't mean that he's directing it. But the signs are pointing towards it. But either way, that's my number two because I I just can't wait. Even if Fantastic Four is at that Ant-Man and the Wasp quality, I'll be okay. Because Ant-Man and the Wasp is a really fun film. So, you know, I'll be okay with that, even though it's not my favorite MCU movie. But let's move on. What is your number one? So my number one is definitely Thor Love and Thunder. Uh-huh. I mean, Thor's character arc has come so far. And it's great to see him in these last three outings be really good, finally, and just have such a nice and rich character with a lot of depth to him. So I'm excited to see what happens next with Thor. And of course, getting to see Natalie Portman, who's a great actress again, and Tessa Thompson to come back into their respective roles. And then to see another Thor with either Mjolnir or something like that, take that mantle, that's going to be exciting. And as much as I was really at odds with the Thor Ragnarok when it released, after rewatching it, like I said last time, yeah, I really did enjoy it. And so now I'm really excited to see what Taika does now that he's writing it too and directing it. I don't know, it's going to be interesting. And of course, I love Korg. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Korg's, you gotta love hey, Korg. You know, like I'm excited to see yeah. him again. So... <laughs> I don't know. I'm really excited to see Thor and even just the vibe that when we got the Thor Ragnarok logo, it kind of matched up with what we got in the film. And I was just like, this is exactly what I, the vibe I was feeling from that logo. And we're getting the Thor Love and Thunder one. I'm just like, I'm getting straight up like He-Man vibes. I'm like, oh, I could yeah. see that. And that could be tight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can't wait for that. Um, and obviously, Natalie Portman returning is extremely exciting. Um, I can't wait for that. Yeah. What is your, my number one, my number one is guardians of the galaxy volume three. Um, I can't put this at not my number one because guardians of the galaxy volume two was so for those of you who don't know, guardians of the galaxy volume one was obviously directed by James Gunn. It was written by James Gunn and Nicole Perlman. Um, Nicole Perlman did not co-write uh volume two volume two was just written by james gunn and um obviously directed by him once more but so i am really excited for volume three just because uh this is another outing that is only written by james gunn um and only directed by james gunn i'm so glad he's back um, I, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I love him. He's my favorite director in Hollywood, probably just because of his work on these guardians films and how unique they are. Um, because I really did think that volume two was a step up from volume one. I know a lot of people don't agree with me. Um, but volume two is my favorite comic book movie. Um, I don't think it's the best, but it is my favorite, you know, it's my feel good movie. If I want, uh, if I'm sad or if I have a bad day, like I'm putting that one in and I'm watching it because it's my, it makes me feel good. It's my favorite comic book movie. I love it to pieces. Um, and I fully expect that James Gunn took 
everything from volume two and just poured more of it into volume three because we know that it is the final iteration of these characters um and we know that this story is so near and dear to his heart so i am really really excited to see what comes of volume through three even though we don't know a whole lot about it i i'm still still so excited for it cannot wait that's my number one um but yeah what do you think no yeah no i mean like i said i'm super hyped regarding this just because i couldn't put it higher just because thor and doctor strange i mean i'm so excited to see all the craziness that happens in those two but yeah i mean i just don't want to see a guardian die in three because i'm gonna be way too sad man oh dude i'll tell you right now and this isn't like a spoiler like i don't know this is purely a prediction um i think rocket is gonna die God, I hope not. <laughs> Wouldn't that I just really rip your heart not. out? That would. Wouldn't that just rip your heart out? Especially um, after Guardians 2, man. He was so good in yeah, there. I was just like, yeah. damn, I feel bad for you, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's that's my Guardians 3 prediction. We'll see, though. Um, but yeah, so this has been our episode on all of the Marvel stuff that dropped uh, last night at San Diego Comic-Con. Um as well as my short little Lion King uh, review at the beginning there. Uh, Thank you for tuning in and listening. Um, If you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Preston C. Moore. Uh, If you want to follow Raymond on Twitter, he is at Arvinya, R-V-I-N-Y-A-H. We also both work on a website called The Cinema Spot. That is at thecinemaspot.com and on Twitter at thecinemaspot. We recently had a tweet go viral. Go retweet it. Uh, subtle plug again so um subtle not so but thank subtle. you subtle not so subtle uh we're sitting at fourteen thousand retweets right now so i'm gonna brag about it because i feel like i can <laughs> i tweeted it out it's it's mine it's my baby um we can be we can be proud of it um but thank you for listening uh, if, if you've tuned in uh make sure you listen next week we'll have some more juicy content dropping next monday um on july 29th so that being said uh have a great week and thank you for listening hey guys thanks for coming out i mean wow five episodes let's get it let's go yeah (laughs) i'm excited for what we get next oh yeah all kinds of cool stuff we're excited for thank you guys for listening we'll see you next week thanks guys see you next week